0: Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now, here's your host, Steve Schultz.
1: Well, very Merry Christmas to you. We are in the Christmas month uh, already. Time has gone by so fast. Happy Friday, December 9, 2022. God bless you. I wore my Christmas tie, my first one. You can't see it down to the bottom, but it's got the Star of David thing somewhere here. There it is. Everything is backwards i can't point to it everything's backwards you can see it <laughs> i can't get my finger to go there uh, i'd never be a good dentist having to work in the mirror all right listen welcome to the broadcast i'm steve schultz founder along with my wife doreen schultz uh we founded elijah list uh that has now become elijah streams as well 25 years ago so we are in that 2050 year and uh we are very very happy to bring you the voice of the prophets Every day, five days a week. So be sure to subscribe to ElijahList.com so we can email you the program after it's done. Sometime within the next few hours to the next day, usually. So, all right. What do I want? We don't have a lot of announcements, um, except Johnny Enlo Unfiltered will be here on Monday. The guests are starting to line up because we're getting close to year-end stuff and year-beginning stuff. We'll be soon giving you uh, words for the year. And we've got some high-powered patriots, some you've not yet met. Who are really high power and are going to help you understand and wake up more like i am being woken up as well more every day it seems like so anyway so johnny enlo uh, unfiltered will be with us on monday he's johnny enlo his show is called unfiltered all right i just have this one spot about the well uh, take, a, take a look at this
2: The day starts around 7 a.m. After getting dressed, she washes her face using whatever water she has left over from the night before. The rest of her morning is filled with chores. She sweeps, works in the garden, and weaves mats. Her favorite thing to do in the morning is make a hot cup of tea. One of the highlights of her day is seeing her neighbors and friends that pass by. It can get lonely being by yourself. Jaja Goretti is fortunate to have a water source in her village because of Elijah's Streams. Her friends and neighbors help her collect water so she can enjoy her cup of tea and care for herself. But that's not the case for everyone. Not everyone has access to a clean water source in their village. Not everyone has someone to help them but you could be that someone. By donating towards the drilling of clean water wells in Uganda, you are helping thousands of people. You are giving them safe, clean drinking water.
1: Yeah, there at the bottom of the screen. We'll put that on once in a while during the program, but uh, to donate to Elijah's James right there, uh, there's a, a, a link. It's not a hot link, so you got to type it in, or you can mail a check. But we appreciate it. We are in the giving month of December, uh, year-end giving. For people, for their tax purposes, trying to prepare their final year in giving. So we appreciate that very, very much, you helping us. There's 24 of us uh, right now. Every two weeks, we pay everybody a, two, uh, a paycheck. So that's, that's a pretty expensive uh, nut to crack, if you will. But very, very, very devoted staff I have, and I love every one of them. Uh, they make this thing look good like right now this is being engineered uh, from emily out of virginia beach and another place is jeff i'm not sure if he's on today out of salem oregon and i always forget which town and city paul is from i I just keep missing it because he type it in paul if you hear me that and so there's people that can engineer and jump in and these are some of them michael uh, wilhelm is out of albany oregon so there's an amazing depth of places that are people are watching and could jump in on this and fix things online in at least three states um so anyway thank you so much for supporting that work we appreciate it. all right it's time to bring in nathan french's special guest today so here's nathan hey, hey everybody. hi Steve. hi are you in your family lodge is that what i understand
3: yes i'm at the Livingstone lodge and uh just spending time with the lord this morning and super excited to see you
1: it's been a while too long really too long you tell me about where you just were tell the well, people because you told yeah. me but i don't have any of the story at all <laughs> so
3: well i was invited to um a christmas party for uh president trump and melania uh they were helping uh the schools and uh also the hurricane relief efforts down there because of the disaster they hit yeah. florida so i was down there um I was speaking in a presidential inaugural prayer gathering down there, and I was just having a lot of fun. And I asked the Lord if I could speak at a certain church that when I was down there in Palm Beach. And I get invited uh, to go to this church, not as a speaker, just as a guest in the morning. And I thought, well, that's the same name of the church that I asked God to have me speak at. And then then while I was there, some people recognized me from this show. And they were like, oh, my gosh. And some people wanted my picture and different things, right? Nice. So then um, the pastor kind of caught wind of this. And he's like, who is that guy? And then he asked if I could stay after church for dinner or for a lunch. So I did. I stayed after we had lunch. I got to get to know him a little bit. And then he said, the Lord actually um, said, you're speaking in the evening service. Well, I wasn't <laughs> planning to speak. I was down there for an event. So, anyway, so I went, you know, in, in, I'm back there eating with their family. And uh, then the pastor hears the Lord and he says, Nathan, uh, I don't normally do this. In fact, I've never done this before, but would you, would you speak tonight in our evening service? Wow. And I said, yeah, well, the Lord told me he wanted me to speak tonight. And I thought that was odd because usually you don't just show up at a place and you're the speaker. Like, but, but I said, Lord, if that's what you want, then show the pastor. And so he said, well, he showed me. And so will you do it? And I said, yeah. So yeah. we had to move of God. I mean, the spirit of the Lord hit and Steve, there was bodies everywhere. Really? It was like God just touched people. The fire of God just fell. We had an absolute revival uh, service. There was like hundreds of people who came in just there watching online and they saw what was being released in the spirit and they wanted a part of it. And a whole bunch of people that had gone, come and even left the church, gone. They we were still watching online, but, you know, part of the church, but just watching virtually. And, man, a hundred people and another hundred. I think there was probably maybe a few hundred people who came in after uh, the service even started. And, man, it was incredible. So I had so much wow. fun. And then then I flew back here to preach at the Rock Revival Center, our church, the Rock Revival Center. And and after that, then I had to go right back to Florida because I was invited to the to the gathering for the Christmas party for president Melania, um and they just did a great job. I mean, I loved hearing uh you know just I loved hearing what um what President Trump was saying. It was like you could just tell he has a heart for securing the border, and the reasons behind it are you know really matter, yeah. Uh, you know, he was concerned about the fentanyl problem and all the people, you know, that have been dying from people who are bringing these illegal drugs across our border and wow. and the need to secure the border and his plan to do that. And, uh, you know, I just I was excited to hear a lot of the things that he had to say. Um, you know, of okay. course, we, we got the dialogue together. Him, I talked to him a little bit, you know, because I was getting get, I was ready to get the pictures taken. They had us taking pictures with. That President was great. You got it.
1: Yeah. So I know you got a picture taken. I was hoping we could show it today but it didn't didn't come to you in time.
3: It should be in today. I think that they said that the pictures would be sent either today or tomorrow. So I'm hoping today, but yeah, I'll send them over to you as soon as I get
1: them. Yeah. You know what we might do for the fun of it. If if this is doable, Emily uh, and team, if you get that picture, we could put it as the thumbnail, his picture with president instead of him and me or just him just get that thumbnail and we'll put that on. Uh, if that works, we'll try that. It'll be fun. So, Amen. Yeah. So to, uh, yeah. And so um, it's a great. Now, did you say uh, he remembered you from before?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. He remembered me from the White House. And he saw me at the White House. And I was prophesying over him. You know, um, I said, you're going to win big. He's like, I hope you're right. You know, <laughs> and he said, he said, you're a big guy. He said, you know, basically he basically said, if you're not right, you know, we might have to fight. And he did this, you know. And uh and I just laughed. He said, And you're a big guy. He's like, You play. Yeah. I remember this yeah. <laughs> guy. It, yeah, it was pretty funny because he remembered me, even though th- when I was at the White House, I was wearing my Trump mask, but he oh, still recognized were. me. Yeah, really? he recognized me. Yeah, I had my I had a mask on because they required it. I pulled it down a few times, but you know, uh yeah. it was just it was funny though. But yeah, well, it's pretty I, good
1: to re- he's that guy's sharp, man. Oh, yes yeah. He, he remember
3: like he can remember. Me. I mean, I'm like that too, where I remember people. I don't necessarily remember everybody's name, but I'm yeah. really good if I met somebody and and talk to them. I, I usually will remember that I talked to them before. Yeah. So, but he was so sharp, and uh, I mean, he we were in an air aircraft hangar. Oh, you were in, yeah, and and he flew in with Melania in their in their big jet, their plane and uh and they landed and there's you know secret service and they're combing through the crowd and it was great you know there's a lot of parties where they would talk about the president but but he wasn't actually there um or you know a big rally but you don't get to see him you know he's just a little guy on a stage way far away this was only there was only 165 170 people that's a pretty um, small
1: crowd for this kind of thing.
3: it was so it was really intimate and personal and um has said some things about the education system and what their plan is to help the education system which is amazing. So the event was to raise funds for the education system but also for hurricane victims and relief for them. Uh nice so it was story. it was really powerful. I was so honored to be a part of it. I always ask the Lord if you want me to go to that then could you just pay for it so I know you're sending nice. me. Nice. And this guy at the last minute Steve this guy at the very last minute he, He's like, hey, God told me to give you this amount of money and this and it was the exact amount that it was going to cost for me to go and be a part of this. So I didn't pay a dollar wow. to go as somebody paid it. And, and, and it literally came in an hour before the deadline. The money came in an hour before the deadline. Um, speaking of giving, I have to say the Lord told me to give you something. I have I have a present for you. Oh, you do. So, and I got to tell you, because I don't want to forget this. Um, the Lord showed me to give you a present. Oh. <laughs> okay, so this is a T-shirt from Pavco. We're where keeping the plane that God gave me.
1: Oh, really? So,
3: yeah, so that's the shirt that I'm giving you uh, because this is where the plane is going to be sent from the airport in Gig Harbor, where I live, right by my house, to wherever you want that plane oh, delivered. Wow. Merry Christmas! It's you yours. Serious? I'm giving it to you. Oh my goodness! You that's going to be it. your plane.
1: Thank you. You had said that that could happen one day, but that was a long time ago. Do you know I have that on my screensaver, a picture of that plane, because you sent me. So when that's I that's your on, plane. You awesome. Very very. Yeah. Cool. So and I'm that- going to send you this T-shirt, and then as soon as I can finish
3: the licensing process, shouldn't yeah. take long but we just have to finish the licensing because once it's in my name officially here very soon then i'm gonna i'm gonna set it up to be transferred to you in oregon Wow! so you're you have a cessna 182 and i'll wow. tell you two, that plane has a new engine it's been fully I rebuilt and run that it runs perfect i was gonna paint it army green and put a white star on the side and it's worth <laughs> a lot it's worth a lot of dough and it is now officially yours oh, wow. thank you and man. I'm pledging I appreciate that, that. to you as a year-end gift to well, elijah cool. for being thank a blessing you. to wow. me
1: thank you and i and doesn't that am i remembering right about this plane didn't it have a new propeller or a new prop or yeah he's got an upgraded prop yeah,
3: It's got, uh, the engine's been fully uh, rebuilt. So it's like a brand new engine. It purrs like a kitty. It's really? the 182 is, is, is an upgrade, but it, it flies fast. It's a, it's, a, it's a fast Cessna. It's really? a four-seater uh, and it's, it's in sound condition. It just needs the, there's a couple little updates, but I'll tell you that that is a great plane. If you paint it and, and, and whatever color you love, it's going to look like a new one. And the wow. new ones are like 500,000. I think this one's valued right now with the books at $120,000.
1: Really? Yeah. Nathan, is that so? My goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Goodness hey goodness
3: man. You. Hey, oh, I'm man. just believing, I'm believing for my jet. And the Lord said that's a seed plane. So I couldn't wait for him to tell me who to give it to And yeah. um, When he showed me to give it to you, I'm like, yeah, well, I'm
1: happy geez. to be, I'm happy to have to be the place where you plant that seed. That's amazing. Woo-hoo. Cause that, uh, I'll take that plane. And that's amazing because, as you know, God's talked with us about planes in the future. And so that's a first fruits, if you will, receiving a first fruits because uh, God's told us we're going to do some things with planes. I won't get into it on this show, but, but that's a very prophetic gift. I'm telling you, that's the beginning of a number of planes is what I'm just saying. So, wow. Wow.
3: I'm excited for you to fly in it. You know, maybe I'll have to come down and visit you and we'll go for a ride
1: in it. That's good. Yeah. Neither or maybe I, I just
3: come with the plane and, and then be there yeah, to deliver I'm, it. I'm too. not a
1: pilot yet. Are you a pilot? Or do you no, have- no. Here's the yeah. deal. Like
3: I have wanted to be a pilot yeah. and I haven't even taken my first flight in this plane. Um, oh, yeah, I got yeah. on the tarmac and I was playing around with it and I had the engine revving and I was with the pilot, and, and uh, but we didn't have time to go out that day. But yeah. you can hire a pilot and the pilot will fly you wherever you want to go. You can go from Oregon. I mean, I was going to use it to fly back and forth close because we have properties on both sides of the state. And so it's yeah. nice to instead of two, three hour drive each yeah. way, yeah. It, we can get there in about 30 minutes with the plane. So it just saves a lot of time. And huh. I've gassed it up for you, Steve, so it's full. Oh, right and uh, we're going to have it delivered uh, to wherever is closest, whatever airport. So you have to That's set beautiful. up a place to park your plane. Yeah,
1: now. yeah, I've got a place in mind now. I'll just have to go over there and, and get the details from the airport. So, yeah, <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Well, thank you again and again and again. I appreciate that. So, you know, you said that you had a surprise for you. I did not – I was not seeing that one coming. Goodness gracious, so – Wow well, I, I'm gonna to have to recover from this now. <laughs> I guess we need to get into some content for the people, but thank you again and again. so well, you had you had a word uh, I don't know where you want I've got some notes of where you're gonna go. Yeah, you usually you give me the notes and then you don't use them. Do you have the do you have the notes or are you just I going? do. Well,
3: I do. You know what? Go ahead and just ask me whatever you want well, from the I, 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 I do I, have a word called Trump Usually when you
1: do it, you kind of run it all together kind of cuz yeah. it's all in your head, but I've got here's some points that I have. 45 will return stronger. Yeah. Uh, Strength in the sh- shaking, generosity and the wealth transfer, hearing the Lord's voice, strategic partnerships are forming. Okay, so those yeah. are what I have as notes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. go for it. Just pick it up where. Well, I mean,
3: I mean, I think most of us know that uh, that not only did Trump win big, but he is coming back to finish what he began. Just like the Bible says that the Lord will also complete the finish the good work that He began in us. Um, so Trump is an imperfect person, but God has chosen him to do something extraordinary, and not just him, but his family, uh, the administration, the real rightful administration, will be yeah. reinstated, reinserted. Um integrity is is being returned to the voting system. Um, I actually saw an end of the Democratic Party, which is kind of wild because that's never happened before. Um, yeah, but that's what interesting, think,
1: by the way, can I let me just insert on that part. Yeah, um, I got a word from a prophet who's who's only given me a couple of major words, and one of them is he says the Dems won't be in in 2024. And I thought, what does that mean? The Dems won't be in? It sounds like they won't be Dems, but but you're saying there's an end to the Democratic Party? Really?
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, I just saw like the whole that because there the, there's such a, a huge level of corruption, and I know there's corruption on both sides. Yeah, but for sure. when 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 you know the Republican um, party is there's a need for some reform, some changes, right. And policy. But, but what I'm seeing from the Lord is that there's not going to be a democratic party at all in the wow. future. It's going to be where that's not even going to be an option. It's going to be based on choosing based on the principles and the characteristics of the individual person that's running. So that's, that's an, it's an interesting thing. And I've never seen that before until just this show. I was just considering what the Lord wanted me to say. And I do have some promises. This is some things that the Lord said um, that he was going to do. He said, I will use, this has been concerning the president. It was so fun to be with him in person, by the way. He's a lot of fun. I mean, he actually, he's serious, but he's fun. And I think he's funny. I don't think everybody thinks he's funny. I some think people he's think funny. he's
1: braggadocious and ah, sure, he says some things that are I a little bit the like, guy, man. like mean, nobody bra- does it better, you know. Some I mean, of these things, but God's yeah, refined. That's fun, that's the fun part of it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's kind of comical, you know. Yeah, but at the same time, I get that he's a, a new believer. Um, But I do believe that uh, he's really stepping into a fresh, fiery anointing for this new year. And what we'll see in the restoration of the the integrity to our voting system, it's going to really change everything across the board, even around the nations. Um, Voting irregularities have been studied. A lot of this stuff's rising to the surface. The Lord said to the church, get right before I shine my light. And so the light of the world, I mean, we're supposed to be salt and light. And so that causes people to thirst and hunger for the Lord. So um, the Lord said that he, uh, to, to finish the wall, this is a big deal to the Lord, to secure the borders, just like why you lock your house at night. Um, upon his return, President Trump will finish what he started. The Lord said, like Nehemiah, we will finish the wall. So this is a big deal to God.
0: Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now back to the show.
3: Um, and then why the why behind it? It's important to crack down on illegal drugs. He said I will expose darkness by shining with truth where it's hurting America most. Wow. And then he said he wants to expose once and for all the human sex trafficking. The sex trade yes, is out right. of control and it's being fueled by the illegal drugs. Because when people aren't thinking right, they, they start opening up to demonic spirits, the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, the pride of life. And it's leading To people feeding the wrong spirit, which causes those demonic influences to become strengthened in those people. But there's a massive deliverance coming, not just for America, but for the nations as the Lord presses in and and he's calling his people really to humble themselves and pray, get back into intimacy. He said, I will raise awareness and and many who are prisoners of this evil empire will be rescued and those who've been held hostage will be caught in their own traps so the the people who are holding others hostage in that sex trade are actually going to be, be tripped by their own traps and I saw wow. them falling in to the snare that they created for those they want to victimize and they became victims of their own uh, plan to victimize others. And that's interesting. So then he said he's going to expose corruption on a grand scale. And then he promises, this is the Lord himself saying, election integrity will be restored, says the Lord. He's going to restore it. That's a big deal because when the right people are in office um, and there's no perfect people, but when he chooses somebody, Regardless of how they sound, they might sound childish, they might sound braggadocious, whoever it is. But what God's going to do is he's going to finish the good work he began and he's going to use those he's chosen based on what he foreknew that they would be able to do and who they would become. And he calls us that through his grace as though we're already there, even though we know we're not. So then he said, I will use my people hope and courage will sweep America again as I begin to use my people to rebuild and restore what has been lost and broken.
1: Ooh. Wow. <laughs> That's so amazing. Oh. Nathan so good so good so good and
3: then he said unusual resources will begin to flow they'll begin to come in from unexpected sources that's interesting because sometimes people say well you know where's this wealth transfer they've been saying no it's, it's happening right now steve it happened just now i just released yeah, um, i just released uh, the airplane yeah. i couldn't wait to get the plane I'm like, Lord, I just got the plane and you already want to give it to Steve. Hallelujah. I said, that must be because you're going to upgrade. Why? Because you reap what you sow. Do you know that I already know he's going to give me a jet and there are going to be people who are going to have a hard time accepting the fact that Nathan has a jet and they're going to say he shouldn't have a jet. Why does he have a jet? Well, it's because I reaped what I sowed. I sowed a plane. God already told me it was a seed plane. So I already knew I had to release it anyway. Why wait? Why delay?
1: Amazing. Yeah.
3: I've learned that if I have it in my hand and I can give it, I'm just going to open up something greater as I obey the voice of God. And so I knew as I released the plane to you that the Lord showed me, I'm going to give you a jet and I'm going to pay for it. So don't worry about the fuel or the maintenance cost. Don't worry about any of that. Just receive the jet. So now, Steve, in the future, I'll come back on the show and I'll be talking about how God just gave me a jet for for releasing the plane. Because when I said to the Lord, I said, what do you want me to do today? He said, go out to those farmers and ordain them. So when I obeyed the voice of God, I went out and I ordained the farmers. It was when I obeyed the Lord that I actually got the invitation to receive the plane. And then when I received the plane, I was driving home from obeying the Lord and the obedience released the that's, airplane. That's
1: incredible. It's so, so,
3: huge. So, so I'm looking at this plane in the spirit, and I see a bag of golden seed on the door. I said, Lord, what does that mean? He said, it's a seed plane. And I said, a seed plane? Well, what do you mean by that? He said, well, you're going to sow it, and I'm going to give you a jet. So I knew once I released the plane, I would receive a jet. Now, you can sell that plane, Steve, and use it for the ministry and bless your whatever you want to do. Or he might tell you, give it to the person, and then when you do, he says, because you did that, I'm going to give you a jet now. Wow. It's just ways. So I I get excited about this because I've learned, and I continue to learn this. Like, sometimes we have to be reminded. Okay, lastly is the trump card. He said, the trumps are my trump card, says the Lord. I will play my winning hand. The influence and the rule of the Democratic Party will come to an end. There it is. Then the Lord said, save the babies. Save the babies. In other words, stop killing the babies. He said, save the babies. And he said, I'm going to heal the land. Wow. Save the babies, which brings a defilement when they're when they're shedding innocent blood. It gives the demoniacs more power to bring darkness. And the Lord says, save the babies. And he's going to heal the land. And then he said, repentance, confession, forgiveness, and healing will sweep the nations as the battle rages between good and evil. He said, I will not be denied a mighty harvest of souls. This is the time, both a great and terrible day. Remember that scripture? It talked about the great and terrible day. It's both great and terrible. He said, stay close to me, says God. And I will guide your decision with with precision. I will guide your decisions with precision. Hmm. Nehemiah 414 says, and I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, be not ye afraid of them. Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible and fight. For your brethren, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your houses. That's Nehemiah 4 14.
1: Good stuff, Nathan. Wow. I'm feeling the fire of God. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: Oh,
1: Oh, my goodness. so So, so good, man well i by the way i had while you're talking the lord showed me this is something to use pretty unusual but i see you being ministering before a lot of catholic groups it's like they're almost going to want to call you father uh nate or father nathan um and just see that on you and so that may be something you don't want to run from if the opportunity presents itself so amen
3: i receive yeah. it yeah, yeah that's that's a good word i do have a heart for those who have been bound in religious yeah. systems, and so yeah. yeah, that's great. I mean, oh, yeah. I know there's a lot of uh, people that are, uh, you know, involved in different types of religious mm-hmm. churches or backgrounds. And uh, uh, I was interviewed. Remember, I, I was interviewed in the New York Times because we were doing our awaken the planet events. And yeah, so I got interviewed on Newsweek and New York Times and a bunch of these publications. And some of them are, you know, biased, and they're, you know, they're they're they're, they're not people who love God. They're actually a lot of them are, you know, coming against the move of God and, yeah. and trying to call what is good evil and what is evil good. And so uh, I remember um, before I could take the interview with this certain interview person from the New York Times, the Lord said, I want you to ask her first about her, her background. And I was like, OK, so I'm talking to her and she's asking if I will take the interview. And I said, I, I would be willing to take the interview, but let me just ask you a question. I mean, do, are you a Christian? She's like, oh, yes. And I said, okay. I said, so you you, you believe in the Bible? She says, oh, oh, yes. And I said, and you go to church? And she says, well, yes. And I said, well, do you mind if I ask what, what church denomination is it? And, you know, just trying to get an idea. And she goes, well, we're, I think she said Episcopalian or something, you know, which I think, um, some of the other leaders that I've mentioned during the broadcast are also a part of that church. Okay. And and that's fine. And I'm not coming against, there's good people and bad people in all the different ones. Right. Right. But anyway, so I just asked her, I said, well, at your church, because some of them are different. I said, what do they teach? They teach, you know, the gifts of the spirit. And she says, well, uh, I, I'm not sure. I, well, how long have you been a part of that church? And it was a long time, Steve. And and, uh, and I said, well, what about like the Great Commission? Do they teach about the Great Commission? So do you know what that is? And she said, well, no. <laughs> and I said, okay, uh, so you don't know about the gifts of the Spirit? No. And you don't know about the Great Commission? No. Well, <laughs> well how about the baptisms? And, and it was like, no. Like, wh- what are they teaching there? Like, you know about the baptisms? She goes, you mean to be baptized? And I said, no, you know, there's three baptisms mentioned in the scripture, you know, baptism by water, by fire, and by the Holy Spirit. She'd never heard of any of these things. Hmm. Do you believe that God still heals today? Well, I, I suppose he could. I mean, you know, it's just, it was wow. to me, it was amazing. Yeah. Well, I prayed with her, you know, before the program, and I ended up doing the program, but they did try to spin it and, you know, make it out to be goofy. So, you know, it just shows you there's an, there's an Antichrist spirit that's gone into the land. And the goal of the enemy is to try to call what is good evil and what is evil good. When people say, oh, that's bad. Really, they're saying they mean that's good, but they're saying the wrong word. And that's what the enemy is trying to do. But I'm excited, Steve, because what I see is I see the harvest is ripe. The fields are white. It's like God's ready to pour his spirit out on all flesh. This is the time we've been waiting for. The awakening is now. It's happening. Uh, You know, our church, we're in revival. Many churches around the world are in revival. The spirit of the Lord is pouring out on all flesh, and it's not going to lessen. It's going to intensify.
1: I had a question now. I, I was looking at your notes. Um, <laughs> you have a one, and I know you just demonstrated it, but you said there's gen- generosity in the wealth transfer. Talk to people about themselves, how this applies to them. They're watching this, and they're going, I saw you Nathan, just do that. Talk about is God really saying, that if I'm generous, and I'm assuming this means from the heart, maybe it doesn't. Yeah. Maybe it just means generous. Maybe it just means you're generous, even if you're, even if you're not happy about it. But uh, talk about that, and and well, promise to those who are generous.
3: Well, I think I, I, you know what it is. It's not. You remember, Jesus when he approached the people, there was times when he would say, you know, what do you have? And yeah. I think people are so focused on what they don't have, like I don't have, or that person has a lot and I don't have a little, so I'm not giving this little, but it's, it's a matter of the heart, like, you know, where the heart is or we, what we treasure, what we value is going to hold our, our heart. And the, the Lord is always testing our heart to see if we're able to graduate to greater levels, not greater levels, greater devils, greater level, greater anointing, greater capacity, greater, uh, he entrusts greater things. Like I, I used to give out watches and I, I moved up, you know, from watches. I was sewing watches and really? I was reaching watches. Really? I started with $50 watches and sometimes the watches I had were thousands of dollars and I, I sewing a thousand a watch that's $4,000 is harder to sew than, than a $50 watch. But I noticed when I sewed the bigger watches, the bigger valued watches, a, a greater portion would come back. And so I, I, he was testing me to see, because I love watches. I kind of have a watch fetish. I don't even really like to wear a watch. So I can't keep it on my wrist very long without wanting to sew it. But what I do is I just, I look at everything as his. I'm just a steward. I can never lose when I release something because every time I release something he presses it down spills it over and causes all grace to abound and I just want to do it again because I've I've been trained by the spirit when I I'll reap what I sow the same type of thing I release I will receive but bigger and better always because that's the ways of God but the real gift is in not having anything owning your heart except him when something else owns your heart, you can tell when he asks you to do it and you can't, it's because something else has grabbed your heart. And so he said, where your treasure is, there your heart will be, meaning what you value most is going to have your heart. So anything can be an idol. A ministry can be an idol. The church can be an idol. The idea of Wanting to be receive fame or recognition could be an idol. Uh, our families can become an idol. The kids, uh, the wife, the husband, the the job, whatever it is, and the Lord's just always testing to see, not tempting us, but testing us to see if He can graduate us. So I've learned and am learning that every time that I see things as mine, I have a hard time releasing something. But okay. if I see, if I see it as His. And I'm a steward of his kingdom. And he, and I've heard God. Yeah. Now I speak and I do what he's saying. And then as I release according to his will, that's when I see unusual success. And Steve, I think that's the key. Like I'm believing God for something unusual, you know, right now. And I'm believing like the, I'm going to, I'm going to have a jet. Somebody's going to give me a jet and I'll be able to tell that story soon. Oh man. Can't wait to hear it, man. Yeah. It's going to happen, but you know, I'm believing for other things. And when, when you believe for something and it's anchored in what God has spoken, yeah, it's totally. going to happen. It's going to happen. But anyway, so, that's kind of at it. Let after. me
1: come back to that one where you said, if you if you see it as, I'm going to just state the obvious. You just said it, so I'm going to ask you to reach it. You mean <laughs> if you had, let's say before this, uh, before you decided to give me the plane, you already had taken full ownership. The title was in your name, Nathan French. And then God speaks out of the world when at night, whatever and says, give that to Steve. You would say, Well, Lord, I know it's in my name, but it's your plane. So whatever you want, is that what you mean? You have to see it as not belonging to you.
3: Well, it, incidentally, it it's actually being transferred into my name right now. I There's I a process. So it's yeah. not actually it's not yet in my name. Yeah. But in, in a few weeks, it will be it'll be the process will be done. And then I can start working on transferring that over with a bill of sale into your name or the name of the ministry, however you decide to designate that. Um, but here's the thing: like, of course, it's not my plane; it's the Lord's plane. I'm a steward of what He entrusted. I haven't even taken the first flight. I couldn't wait to get out and go for a flight because it's so it, it is a really good plane. And my friend who had given me this plane, you know, had three planes, and now his his farming business has just gone off to through the roof because of some creative ideas and some application and some prophetic uh, things that have been spoken and it's happening. And so his business is just like, they're having a banner year. He released it. Now he's getting blessed. So I received it and I got blessed, but I couldn't wait to be a blessing and so I knew when I released the plane, he's going to give me a jet. So I just, I'm not even going to be surprised about the jet. I'll be super grateful and I'll tell people how good God is. And, but here's the thing, people have been tainted by the prosperity gospel. Yeah. But I understand why they would be, because it's not about the stuff. It's about who God is. And when it's about who God is, seek first the kingdom, all the other things will be added. But when we seek first, the, you can't help it if you pursue the Lord the, the signs and wonders follow those who believe. It's even a sign and a wonder to prosper. He said, I desire you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul shall prosper. So there he's talking about actual prosperity. So I don't believe in a prosperity gospel. I just believe in the gospel. The well, can gospel I ask you a question is,
1: about that, that yeah. prosperity thing? Because uh, two men, let's say I'm making this up. There's two men. One is listening to prosperity gospel and his heart's all over the place, except not with God. But he's moving and grooving, and suddenly he's a multimillionaire. Next to him is someone that's also a multimillionaire who is generous to a fault and keeps giving stuff away. They both look from the outside like the same exact net worth. One person's been living on the prosperity gospel, and his heart stinks. This other person believes in what? How would you describe them as different? That, what I they- think...
3: Yeah, I, you, you that was a question, right? How yeah, would Jesus yeah, that's kind of here? a question, yeah. Well, the Lord said, you know, he the, the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked, who can know it? We know the tendency is that the heart is is deceitful. So then we have to be able to live according to the spirit. Um and so when you live according to the spirit and you know God, right? Those who know God, know knowing intimately and personally, the Lord interacting with him continually and staying close to him and pressing into him causes us to become one with him, and it's in that oneness, that unification that we become, where our thoughts become his thoughts, and our ways become his ways. And he's a good father, and so I don't really spend a lot of time thinking about, like, one person's just totally off, and one person's totally on, and, you know, I'm more focused on, is it Jesus, or is it not Jesus? Well, maybe
1: that's really the essence of my question, isn't it? Yeah. What's the difference? They're both multimillionaires. I think that the difference even, in one, they, one, they might, I was gonna say they, they might even both be saved.
3: Oh, but, okay. I think it just, you know, the Lord knows the heart. Yeah. He knows the heart of every person. And so I always like to look at it as man, if it's God, then it's worth doing. If it's just me, it's not, you know, I, I yeah. always ask the Lord, make it clear. Like he asked me to go to this uh, Christmas party with the president and Melania. And then I'm like, well, if, if you want me to go, then I just need you to pay for it. Well, I'm a friend of God. I'm not trying to figure anything out. I'm not leaning on my own understanding. I'm just simple in my childlike faith. I just believe that if God wants me to go, and of course, he wants to pay because he wants to send me. And if he's going to send me, I just need to know that I'm being sent by him. And I've asked him to do a lot of things in the past where he says, go here, do this. And I say, okay, Lord, would you just pay for it then? So I know you're sending me. And he's like, okay, yeah, I'll pay for it. It's just like, I asked him for an airplane. I said, Lord, could I have an airplane, please? And he's like, yeah, I'll give you a plane. I said, okay, I receive it. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) And then next (laughs) thing you know, I'm preaching in Santa Maria and somebody gives me a paper airplane. And I said, what's this? And the lady says, well, God told me to give you this. And I said, well, what does it mean? And she goes, well, he said that you would know. And I said, Lord, what does it mean, this paper airplane? And the Lord said, you asked me for an airplane? And I was like, Lord, that's not the kind of plane I was talking about. And he said, no, that, that paper airplane was the representation that I'm gonna give you the plane that you asked for. You asked for a plane, I'm giving you a plane.
0: Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today.
3: And so then when he gave me the plane, I was blown away. I'm, and I had friends that were jealous. They started speaking against me and, oh, he's got a plane now. And they were getting all weird about me having a plane. I hadn't even flown the thing yet. And uh, And the Lord's like, you know. Of course, I'm going to bless you. You're my son, and I love you, and you're, you love to obey me. Of course, I want to bless you. And, and of course, I, I do focus on wanting to respond, not just having good intentions, but following through. I look for good soil. Sometimes people are really blessed, and you think logically, why would I give to that person if they're so blessed? And But no, you look for where the blessing is, and then you honor that blessing, and that blessing comes upon you. And so I've just seen that so many times. I sow into a whole bunch of different ministries because it's fun. yeah. And and I have people from all over the world that say, hey, you know, men of God, and can I talk to you for two minutes? And then they ask me for stuff because they think I have a ton of resources. And I really look at myself as having nothing. But That's I am a steward of great things that God has entrusted, and I always love to just stay pliable. Yeah, let
1: me just make a couple of observations out loud. <laughs> um, you You actually have a... It's almost a challenge of you to teach uh, sometimes on the subject of this is what the Bible says and this is how do you do it. You're, it's easier for you to because you are living a childlike life. Okay, you said God's your friend. I can see that God's your friend. The, you you're sometimes hard pressed to explain it. And the the best way you can do it is to say, well, I just did this and I said ask God this. And then I obeyed and he did this. You just that to me is what a childlike heart is. You you have so many success you have more successes in the Lord in a 24 hour day than most people have in a in a ten, in a in 10 years. You just listen and obey. Now I'm not wanting to overly, you know, yeah, you know, I'm not overly feathering your cap what to use an expression. I'm just right. saying this is what I'm seeing in you. And so that's yeah. why sometimes it's as hard. To, how do I teach the principles? I'm living the principles. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So two people, and what I was going to say a minute ago: two people can both be saved. One and know and and understand the cross and all that, and have received it. One could be living the life that you're describing for yourself. Another one might just be stuck in anything that's not that. I guess I'm trying to, you know, both are saved. But okay, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I, guess,
3: what... I, leave, I leave that up to the righteous judge to decide who's on track and who's not. And that's good. But what I do believe is that there's so much more than what the average person has dared to allow uh, in experience with God. I mean, I love to just be in a place where whatever God wants, I've decided I'm going to do it even before I've heard the word of the Lord. And that helps me to have ears that are open to be able to hear his voice and i I, that's why i teach that's why i write books and uh i mean i love to write these books and steve i I think that since i've been receiving so many um kind words from people who have read the material that i've put out um i mean i just get i get these stories continually sent to me oh my gosh this is life changing uh you know through you i've learned to hear the voice of god clearly I mean, gosh, that to me is my highest calling. Absolutely. Isn't, is isn't to operate in the miracle signs and wonders, although I love that because it's the dinner bell for salvation. Randy Clark yeah. and once said this, we were in a meeting and he laid hands on me and released. A, it, I felt like I was hooked up to a electrical socket. I mean, I was just, I mean, my I was just really impacted by that power of God through Randy Clark and some of these other greats, Reinhard Bonnke. And, but you know what? The thing that stood out, To me, was when when they said miracles are the dinner bell for salvation. It's like when people see the miraculous, that it actually speaks to okay, God is real, He's here, He's doing it. That person came in with pain, and now they're not. I mean, people are getting out of wheelchairs. The glory of God is increasing on the earth. Uh, He is pouring His Spirit out on all flesh, and so seeing uh, salvation is so in the Father's heart. I I got a word about this salvation. Uh, This morning, I I had my mom print this thing out because she writes down these words, but um, the Lord said, I want to talk to you about my plan to restore the nation. He said, I'm raising up fathers full of truth and love. Because if you just bring truth but you don't carry the love of the father, yeah. then the truth can actually cut and it can it can actually hurt people
1: yeah
3: uh, if you're not telling the truth in love it'd be better not to tell the truth so I'd say get into love first, receive his love yeah. and get a revelation of his love so you're not looking at what's wrong with people but what's right with them and that'll help you to be free of the 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 uh influence of the religious spirit or A critical spirit where the little nips spoil the vine. the little nips of the box, right? It spoils the vine and then the fruit can't be produced in the same way. So we need the wine that comes from the grapes, from the preserved uh, vine of the Lord. And so he said, talk to my people about um, how I want to restore the nation. He said, I'm raising up fathers full of truth and love who will lead my people in faith. I want all my people who are called by my name to really dive into the practice of time spent with me. If you get with God and you get his heart for the lost, my goodness, you will be a soul winning machine. People will get saved everywhere you go. Uh, distractions attempt to keep my, uh, so many from seeking first the kingdom. He said, seeking my face is sitting quietly and asking questions and listening for my voice. Wanting to be led from a desire to obey is a key ingredient to hearing my voice well. Love is the motivation to respond to the one who first loved us. Woo, that's good. So he's saying basically um, desiring to be led, right, from a heart to, to obey is really the key ingredient to hearing him well. And then he said, share with my people that I'm coming soon. We know that he's said this for years, but. There's an urgency to the gospel as today is the day of salvation. And we have to have that urgency for people to get saved. We're not going to tell people about Jesus if we don't consider this urgent. And he wants everybody. You might not get another chance to share your faith with the person sitting next to you. Uh, I've seen people pass on. Um, thank, Thankfully, many of those people who have passed are people who I led to the Lord before they did pass. Wow, that's, uh, but wow. it's a sad thing when you find out somebody passes and they didn't receive Christ and that you didn't tell them about the hope that lies within you. So he's, mm-hmm. again, bringing urgency for the harvest of souls. He said his desire is to see a mighty harvest of souls. He said, learn to win souls. He said, ask my people, um, you know, to become soul winners. Everyone should be a soul winner because he who wins souls is wise. And he said, ask also when you when you see people that you run into, ask them this question. Do you know Jesus? That's how he's taught me to be a soul winner is just asking people that simple question. Do you know Jesus? And, and then listen to their answer. It tells you right where they're at and they'll tell you all kinds of things. And it, it can only fit in a, a certain number of categories. And that's always the reason uh, that they need to know Jesus is in whatever their response is. So he said, uh, then ask them if they want the truth. Ask them if they want the truth. So don't tell them the truth until they want to hear the truth and have acknowledged that. Do you want to to know the truth? And they'll say yes, right? Now they're inviting because he's knocking at the door of their heart. And he said, then share, I am Jesus, the truth. In other words, truth is a person. It's not what you believe. It's not what you want to believe. It's who he is. He said, I am the truth. And he wants to show people the way. And he is the way. He's the truth. He's the life. If they say get a life, they really should say get Jesus because he's the life. And then he says, share that I am Jesus, the truth. To be free, people must know me. To be free, people must know me. Knowing me causes people to become free. The more they know me, the more free they'll be. Salvation is always on my mind. And then he said, um, People who do not think about souls do not have the mind of Christ because the mind of Christ Christ in us the hope of glory he's always thinking about the lost he came to seek and to save the lost he came to find those who are not with him to reconcile them to him and so it's a powerful thing he said people who do not think about souls do not have my mind people who do not think about souls really need to develop the mind of Christ in them and then he gave me a scripture Psalm 68:35 and uh, and then he told me about the great and terrible day of the Lord, which is upon us. It's both great and terrible. And so we need to be able to embrace what he's doing and partner with what he's saying so we can see this mighty harvest come to pass.
1: Really good, Nathan. Hey, tell people about the book that you yeah. have. Do You like to show that, and I like to give you an opportunity to show that. Me. You often give them a, a sort of a... I, we never talk about this ahead of time but yeah tell share what what kind of offer you have or whatever okay
3: Okay. So you guys, uh, oh, first of all, a whole bunch of you have partnered with our ministry. You guys make this ministry possible. I travel all over the world. I speak in many different countries. Uh, I, I went to Haiti. I went to Brazil. I went to Asia. I've been all over. You know, I'm, I'm going to be going to Africa next year. We're going to do Awaken the Planet. We do stadium events and, uh, oh. and do, we promote unity. But these books, uh, this one is the first one. Uh, Let's see, where is it? This one is the first one. It's Not Meant to Be a Secret, uh, Unlocking the Voice of God for You. Uh, This one is Rushing the Floodgates of Heaven, powerful book, uh, packed with a lot of stories, just incredible stories, uh, that what God did for me, he can do it for you. This one is the the newest book is One, See the People and Make Up the One and the Power of Unity. Anyway, if you want to sign up to partner with the ministry, I give you all three. I know some ministries, if you partner with them, they give you a little booklet or something. This is like a thousand pages of just powerful, uh, powerful revelation. And and the goal of the series, the trilogy, is really that you would hear God for yourself. And when you get the layers of, it's kind of like a layer of an onion, you peel back the blockers to the ears and the spirit, and then you get the activators in and the blockers out, you're going to hear God Uh, like never before. So if you already hear God and you want to hear more, get the books. Uh, Actually, I give you these for free. You don't have to buy them. Just go on and partner, uh, NathanFrenchMinistries.com. It's on the screen. Jot that down, write it down, and then you can do it later so you can finish watching the show. But go on there and partner today. If you haven't already, you'll connect to the grace that's on it and I believe these will be a great blessing. Use them as gifts, too. If you already have them and you want to get another copy for a friend or family member, you can do that today as well. I hope, and I know uh, God will bless you for doing I'm gonna, it. So.
1: I'm going to ask you to pray for the people and see if God gives you anything. Um, sure. He may or may not. But I did want to ask one question. that uh, When we first started talking, you talked about, you know, you saw Trump return any st- uh, stronger. You know, everyone's question is when. And that's the question we tend to not know the answer to. But yeah. if someone were to say to you today, when, when is that going to happen, what would you say?
3: Well, I would say this, Steve. It's really important to recognize that he is the president of the United States of America, and there is not another one. Currently, we have an imposter in the seat. He's going to be inje- ejected like, like a bad habit. He already can't form sentences or walk straight. It's because there's no grace on him because he cheated to get into the office. If your kids cheated on the family board game, would you declare the known cheater the, the winner? And I I answered that question when God said this to me. He said, Nathan, if one of your daughters cheated on the family board game, would you declare the known cheater the winner? And I said, of course not. And the Lord said this to me. And it was so clear. He said, (laughs) he said, (laughs) he said, because if you cheat to win, then you actually didn't win. And he asked if one of my kids cheated, well would I would I say you're the winner? And after knowing they cheated, and I said, No. And he said, why not? And I said, because if one of my girls cheated to win, they would automatically be disqualified for the win and it would be embarrassing. And so is the current administration embarrassed as the lies unfold like a phone book. God's laying it bare. He's shining his light and he's telling every one of them to get right. Just like Pelosi got jacked out. Everybody who's been in place wrongly, who's cheated to get into the seat is going to get removed because God's cleaning house. And yes, judgment Begins with the house of the Lord. So some of these churches are being exposed. Demonic things that are happening and church leadership is being exposed. Some of the institutional churches are going to fail in the next coming months. And as we transition, January, February, March, I don't wish this on anyone, but God's just saying, get right before I shine the light and I will shine my light. And, and he's not judging to condemn. He's judging to evaluate from a restorative heart of love. And because he's patient, he's giving some of these leaders, these influencers, uh, a, a window of time by his grace to get right. And if man, if you're not right, and, and the, the, the Lord wants to, you know, call the call the day, my goodness, you, you know, it'd be a painful thing. So I'd say if you're a leader in a church, And you're not right with God. You don't have an intimate relationship with God. Or you're in fear and control or lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life, perpetual sin patterns. you got to come before the Lord and don't wait. Do it now. You just say, Father, I'm sorry. I repent. I confess the sin of this, this, and this. Name it. And then ask God to, to cleanse you and to forgive you and to break the strongholds and to make your heart pure so you can actually carry the glory of God. Because that's what's differentiating the church that's authentically his and the ones that just want to look like they're obedient, but they're not. And my goodness, Steve, there's a lot of those people. They're just trying to look like they're right with God. They're saying the right things. They're bringing the right message, but it's not him. And the, I can tell when I walk into a church, because I, I travel the world, and I can tell when it's it's right and when it's not right. And when it's not right, I pray that it gets right before he shines the light.
1: So good. So good, Nathan. All right. Well, if you want to pray for the people, see if God will give you anything. And then we'll... Glory. Hey, I, saw a,
3: I saw a lady. I saw a lady that had neck pain, and I, I felt like the Lord said, just put your hand back there. Yeah, just put your hand back there. If you have neck pain right now and you're watching the show, just say, I receive my miracle right now. God's healing the pain. He's taking it away. And all the mm-hmm. yokes and burdens of religiosity, I just re- I rebuke the, the the religious spirit. Yeah, the Antichrist spirit that's against the Holy Spirit. And I say, let the people go. Get out in Jesus' name. Go. Get out. Free the people, Father. I just thank you right now. New Ooh. Yeah. So the Lord's lifting yokes of religious, there's religious yokes that the enemy tried to put, like, it's all up to you. You got to do, do, do so you can become. And that is do, do it's done, done. He did it. It's finished. Now receive what he did. He calls you righteous. He says, you're holy, that you're pure. And so now we just need to act like it, like follow suit with what God has spoken. And so I just pray every weighty yoke that's come upon the people From the spirit of religion, which is an Antichrist spirit, I rebuke it and I command it to loose the people and the weights to lift off the shoulders. And even those who have been burdened and yoked themselves as leaders, spiritual leaders that have been burdening and yoking other people. I just say the yoke is on the devil. The joke's on the devil. It's not on the people of God. In Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you for lifting those. Angels go forth and lift the burdens, lift the weights. I see angels going forth, Steve, and I see angels pulling yokes off of people who have gotten so good at doing the stuff, but their heart isn't for God. And they're Mm. they're not listening for God because they don't believe they can hear God. But the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. In a stranger's voice, they will not follow. So, Lord, we just bind the voice of the stranger. We bind the voice of our own will. We don't want what we want. We want what you want. Lord, help us to hear you as your people. Unlock the, the, the ears of your body that we would be able to operate from the revelation of who you really are. And I pray that your love, God, would just pour out your spirit, pour out your love on every person, God, in Jesus name. And I see people getting healed as the yokes are being removed, back pains leaving. Yeah. Just start testing your body. If you're watching the broadcast, test your body, start moving and just begin to thank God as you're moving. That's one of the keys is exercise your faith by taking action. Then God sees that you've taken action and then he brings it. Some people are like, well, it's not all better. Well, how about Lord? Thank you. I'm believing Oh, it's a little bit better. And then you keep thanking That's and you good. keep moving and you keep moving and he keeps doing it until it's done. And he who began a good work and you will see it through to the day of completion.
1: Yeah. yeah. And let me just add to that. You know, I, I, I was raised left brain. I am tend to be left brain. I have many supernatural encounters over the years, but I, my left brain is my sort of go-to. But if, if you being a left brain person, you're analytical if you're not willing to do this, oh, that's that's better, Lord. Even though it's a little bit better, you won't probably <laughs> see the healing. God wants that act of faith. When As they went, they were healed. That was those that he healed of leprosy. As they went walking, they found themselves healed. So yeah. uh, Jesus had prayed for them. So as, if he prays for you through Nathan and he says, now do this, you know, do yeah. that. Just yeah. do that. Yeah, God's Forget healing God. in me.
3: God's healing somebody's knee. I see a knee on the right side, Steve, and the Lord's touching the knee. Start moving your knee. God's healing your knee. Yeah, yeah. And, And somebody on the heels of their feet. Good. The Lord says, I'm giving you the land. I'm giving you the territory, wherever your feet tread. That's the scripture. But I'm seeing the hands of the Lord holding heels. Oh, yeah. He's saying, I'm healing you. I'm healing you. I'm healing you. So he's healing the feet so you can take the territory. And this wealth transfer, guys, it's not a made-up prophetic word to tickle the ears of people with itchy ears. No, this is the reality. It's happening all around me. I'm seeing our people, just ordinary people, are checking their bank accounts are like enlarged, and they don't know where it came from. Uh, the things are happening where there's discrepancies in their favor. And I feel like the, the Lord's saying, just believe me when I say I've got to transfer the wealth from the wicked and lay it up for the righteous for this end time move of the the spirit. This is the beginning of this last final push for the great harvest. And it's us who have a heart after God and his kingdom and his people that are going to be entrusted with that wealth. And it's the wealth is for the harvesting of souls, but also that you can have a life where you're not having to worry about all the things that need to be supplied. And you can walk in the increase, walk in the overflow, walk in the abundance and just stay in the river of his grace and flow with the river. Don't try to wear yourself out swimming upstream or going against the grain or or maybe doing a job that you weren't designed for. But instead, believe God to move you into the safety of the sweet spot of his favor where the blessing is. And he'll put you right in the center of his palm and then let him move you in whichever way he wants. He might say, come to me, go you know whatever he says, and then he's giving you an invitation, an opportunity.
1: Okay. So, so,
3: oh, oh, Steve, yeah, we need to, we need to ask people for your show. Listen, I was the first person probably today that sowed uh, probably the most generous gift I've ever released that to anyone. Even though it's a generous. pledge, but it's going to happen. I'm going to do it. I've just said it in front of everybody. So, if you want to sow a seed, bless this show. Steve's yeah, been a blessing wow. to us. He's been a blessing to so many that I'll tell you there's a lot of genuine apostles and prophets, the foundation of the church that are featured on Elijah streams and Elijah lists. So, you guys, if you're watching this show, it's not by accident. God is releasing impartation by revelation. And as you sow into this show, that has God's heart. I know that you will be blessed. So don't miss an opportunity. Go and, and sow today, do your very best, do a year end gift, do something unusual. That's really uh, and watch God give you breakthrough. I mean, Steve is a, he's a faithful, mighty, humble man. Uh, he, Steve wouldn't mm-hmm. consider himself humble. But I'll tell you what, Steve is humble. Steve's a humble guy. And Steve, God loves you so much. He oh, wants to nice. bless you. He wants to bless your whole team. Oh, I mean, we yeah. just love you. I mean, you have a lot of really, really great people working for your organization. Yeah, and oh, yeah. the clean water was his idea. Elijah's streams. It's a stream of living water. It's the yeah. releasing of the Holy Spirit through the voice of the prophets that pleases the heart of God. So and he true. will not be silent. And he will not be stopped. And these platforms that you have withdrawn from, like FB, I'll tell you what, those platforms will crumble and fall if they're not held together by the anointing. And it's the anointing that's breaking the yoke. And that's why so many people are jumping ship and joining, you know, let's get ready to rumble.
1: (laughs) (laughs) rumble. Hey, I want to say this one thing too. This has probably been almost a year ago. I don't remember for sure, but you had started to raise money, and I was still squeamish because I didn't want people to think this show was so that we could somehow enrich ourselves or that we would yeah. overly and I you you sensed that I was cutting you short, and I actually was, but I would hope that I could get away with it because I just didn't want people to feel. Yeah. Something and you called me afterwards and we talked about it and, and you said Steve by doing that you're you're robbing the people of the blessing that they would otherwise receive. Am I saying that about right? That's true. That's and true. I, I heard that lesson and I've thought, okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rob people because I would have been robbed on the things that I gave had I not responded to such things. So yeah, I mean I can. Yeah, I remember
3: them. I remember telling you, Steve, like, don't be don't be shy around inviting people to you know to give because yeah. when when you know that their obe- obedience to god unlocks their own breakthrough it just helps to focus not to be on what what we're doing but on what he's doing and what they can receive from God is, is so fantastic. And I've seen it again and again. I mean, you know that I've given cars and boats. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I, gave suits to this guy at the mall. He, he loves suits. And I had all these suits were given to me and I would sew suits and I would reap suits. And I kept giving watches and getting watches and suits. And I started giving suits and I getting suits. And after a while, I didn't want to wear a suit, but the fact is I kept sewing suits and receiving more suits and thousands of dollars in suits And my goodness, it was amazing. So then I started doing it with cars. I'd give cars and more cars would come. We just released another car through the church, a a Mini Cooper. This came in from a a generous family and wanted to give a car. I said, Lord, my first thought was, oh, that'd be fun to drive that. And the Lord said, no, that's not for you. So it's like, oh, okay. So this one's going to go to this person. So it was fun. So I gave this lady a truck and she drove it for like three, four years. And it just was great for her to have that. And she was able to give her car away. And then somebody just donates this mini Cooper. And I sewed that into this lady now. So then she was able to sew her truck. And so and wow. then this mini Cooper comes. And, and I, I went to a, a, a car dealer. And I said to the car dealer, friend, I said, hey, can you donate a car to the church? I want to give it away. He's like, you want me to give it to you so you can give it away? I said, yeah. He said, okay. So we, we had an event. Nice. And, and I Are did you, a car giveaway.
1: Stop for a second. You asked a guy to give you a, uh, what was it he gave to you? I said, "Will you give me
3: a car so I can donate you know the car to a, a woman <laughs> who has a need. That's Doctor, amazing. Ask you. And he goes, yeah. He goes, what do you want? And I said, I don't know. He said, well, go pick one. So I went out <laughs> into the lot and I picked a car. It was a nice Volkswagen Passat leather, sunroof, really low miles, really good shape. And I said, I like that Passat. He goes, you can have it. So he, he donates the car to the Jeez. church. So I take the car and I put a big pack of balloons on the roof of it. And I had it all cleaned up and detailed and I had it at the church. And then I said, Hey, who needs a car in the, in the church today? And, and, and four or five ladies raised their hand. There was, I think a couple of guys and three ladies, but maybe five people really needed a car. And I said, okay, if you want to put your name in the the box, I'm going to have our prophetic team go back here. They're going to ask God who's it for." And then they'll follow the spirit and we're going to give it to who God says, well, there was a woman there that was pregnant with twins. Oh my goodness. And she was pregnant with twins and her name was Trinity. And and I said, Oh my goodness, it's you plus the two, that's three. That's funny to me. Right. So our whole team got that it's supposed to go to Trinity. So we had this lady come up and she looked like the lady who played wonder woman, you know? So she comes up and, and she, uh, She's like, I can't believe it. I just quit smoking and God said he would bless me and I can't believe it. I just quit smoking and now I'm getting a car. Hallelujah. And the whole church and she took it with all the balloons and drove out of there with her family. She didn't even have a car With, with her babies coming. She had no way to get around except for to share the husband's car. And my goodness, Steve, it was so much fun to do. So I've noticed that as I've been releasing the same type of substance I release, that comes back bigger and better. And I've been doing that for years. And so I've seen how it works. So that's why I was so excited to give you the plane. Cause now I'll have a yeah. jet. There. See, I'm then I mean, want I, you to come with me in the jet and we'll go to totally. Africa and tap some more wells.
1: You know, and you know what I, for people that, you know, I, I don't know, I've known you for a couple of years now, whatever it's been. And I know that when you say that I, I've come to know you actually in your heart, know you're going to receive a jet. I A hundred percent. A hundred percent. God's done that with you with boats and cars and the whole thing. Yes. And I had never heard that where you asked a, a wealthy car dealer, would you give me a car so I can give it away? That was a pretty good deal. Um, yeah. Now I've got my brain's already turning. Oh, my God. And
3: he got blessed. That, that dealer got blessed. Yeah, of and course that, he did. Another car dealer gave me a Suburban, and I gave it to some guy that had his car repossessed. And I was so happy to have the Suburban with all the bells and I'm driving it. I took it to Bethel and Reading, and I visited some friends and I brought some friends and we had a a gas miracle. Like we literally went hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles on a quarter tank after a simple prayer. Lord, could you just multiply like the fish and loaves our gas so that we don't have to stop and get fuel. And my goodness, we went another hundred miles and it stayed on a quarter tank. Another hundred miles stayed on a quarter tank. Another hundred miles stayed on a quarter tank. Like I couldn't have made that up. Like my friends, I go, you guys are verifying that this is happening, right? You see this. And they're like, oh yeah, it's a miracle. And then the Lord said, I want you to sew that Suburban, the one that I had the gas miracle. So I gave it to the guy that has car repossessed. Somebody gave me a hundred thousand dollar a seven supercharged Audi with 20,000 and factory upgrades. And I had that car for a little while and, you know, and, and now we have a better car. So it's like, God did something incredible, but I've seen this happen with watches and suits and, and cars and boats and now it's
1: planes it's crazy yeah it's fun fun. (laughs) it is fun and i you know you've heard me you you got my going me going because uh, the lord's been speaking to me for about a year that we're going to do something with planes plural we actually have and i i didn't even told you i won't tell it here now in the air yet but um i didn't know this was coming i mean you told me about a year somewhere about a year ago that you might Maybe I you donate. You never said you will. You said, well, maybe I will or something. I said,
3: Steve, I, maybe that plane's for you. Who knows? Yeah, uh, I actually I, knew. I had an indication in the spirit. And that's why I said it. But I was waiting for the Lord to actually say it because I, I could have given it anyway, way, uh, any any direction. You know, and I had like yeah. three or four people that I really wanted to bless, and and uh, but you were on the top of that list for wow. for the Lord. So, Amen. Well,
1: anyway, I was gonna say this one other part. The Lord's actually given us the name for the for uh, I'm just, airline. It's an airline. And so it might be a tiny, tiny airline. If you have two planes, that's an airline. Amen. You know? <laughs> so that's yeah, it's awesome. A, it's an airliner. If it's one, you know, it's a it's yeah. A, you know, it's a it's a small one. But yeah, this is amazing. So I don't don't think in any way I take this lightly. What this day and date and time was so amazing. Praise amazing. the Lord. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much, Nathan. A quick reminder, everyone, that Johnny the will be here on Monday. Always good revelation and. Man, it just gets better and better this year. It's going to be amazing, 2023. Nathan, thanks again. Give our love to your wife. Thank you again for the plane. I appreciate it so much. And we will see – Thank you. Hey it's, one,
3: hey, it's one twelve. You've been on live for uh, uh, for one and t- twelve minutes, an hour yeah, 12, and twelve. Yeah. and you know the one twelve. That's the message for today. Everyone, gather twelve. He's saying, make disciples, find people who don't know anything about the Lord, and get them filled with the Spirit of God, and teach them to obey everything He commands. So anyway, so we, we love you guys. God love bless you, love, you. You,
1: love you. Okay, see we'll you see soon, you all Steve. on Monday. Have a great weekend. Bye bye.
0: This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams Podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at eleven AM Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.